This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Answered prayers. We thank you for all that you have done for us and all that you will do for us. Oh Lord, as we get into your word this morning, I pray in the name of Jesus that you help us this morning to see your word. Help us this morning to see you in your word. Father Lord, transform our lives this morning. Uh, we don't just want to be entertained. We want to be transformed. Oh, Lord, transform us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. 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 I thank God Almighty for this wonderful day and this wonderful morning, especially for this month, the month of perfection. God is doing something in our lives. God is doing something in my life. Whether you are aware of it or not, God is doing something in your life. But it takes the mind of God to capture what God is doing. And that is why the title for the message that God has put in my heart this morning is Transformation Through Divine Vision. Transformation through divine vision. A pastor, you know, started the series of transformation. And last Sunday, pastor taught us about total surrender. We look into different aspects of transformation. Pastor gave different uh, case studies, different uh, examples uh, the transformation of the butterfly. I hope you remember that. From the egg, the four faces, to the butterfly. And Pastor you know, painted the picture for us to see what God is able to do in our lives. Even when human beings and everyone around us sees us as the egg, God sees the butterfly. Many times we see ourselves as just an egg. But we can't capture the butterfly. We can't see beyond the egg. And that is the starting point. But I something that God has laid in my heart, looking through the word transformation, that everyone, whether you are here in the sanctuary or you are watching us online, that God Almighty has put something in you. You are not here by mistake. You are not here by accident. You are not here just to add to the number of people living on earth. No. <laughs> Even if you are not aware of it, you are here for something important to God. But many times, most of us are not aware of what God is doing. Do you know the person that is seated by your side this morning? even if the person is your spouse. Because many times we get used to people 
And we don't really understand what God is doing through that person, even in our lives. You know, many times I have conversations with my wife, and I'm like, I pray every day that God should help me to see more, to see the reason why you are in my life. Because God is unfolding his secrets daily. I don't just want to get used to you. I want to see more of God and what God can do through you in my life. And as a team working together to fulfill God's purpose. God is doing something, whether you are aware of it or not. We have many grandmas and grandpas in the house. God is doing something through them in our lives. They are not just here to add to the number. They are here for something special. Even though, <laughs> due to the situations of life, um, our grandpas and our grandmas travel from different countries to have good times with us, to support us. But do you know that God sees more than that? God sees more than that. We're going to start this morning by reading some scriptures. By the way, we're going to do the reading together. Tell someone we're going to do the readings together. We're going to study the word together in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 12. Let's start. Let's read from verse 1 to 3. I want us to read this together this morning. Genesis chapter 12. So, church... You are going to start the reading, verse 1. I will read verse 2, and then you are going to complete it, the verse 3. Let's go. Verse 2. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Verse 3. Amen. God talking to Abraham here. God standing with Abraham here. It is not about you, Abraham. It's about me. It's not about your agenda. It is about my agenda. It is not about what you are thinking. <laughs> it is all about what I am thinking. Hey, I have selected you. And I'm going to stand with you. God talking to Abraham here. And God is also talking to you this morning. And God told Abraham, as far as you can see, I will give it to you. That sounds like a statement of vision. The first thing God did to Abraham was separation. Separation. God by himself relocated him. God by himself took him out, gave him instructions to get out 
of things that he was used to. The familiar territories. And do you know when he gets to the situation of the family, he becomes emotional. And God told him, it's time to get out. I want to relocate you. I want to take you to somewhere bigger and better than what you have right now. God is saying that is something more important than your agenda. That I have my agenda. And I'm going to bless you. Anyone who blesses you will be blessed. Can you imagine God saying, and anyone who curses you will be cursed? That's God standing on his agenda. That no matter what, what, no matter what happens, I'm standing with you. It's a covenant. Now, God did his part. It was time for Abraham to do his part. Glory to God. He did his part. He moved. It is possible to relocate physically and not relocate mentally. God moved him away from things that he was used to. Do you think that was comfortable? No, it wasn't. You think it was easy? No, it wasn't. But he obeyed God. He stood on that covenant and he moved. Something happened. And I want us to look at this. Very, very important. When you start your journey with a divine vision, you can more easily maintain direction and keep your motives pure. When you start your journey with divine vision, God's vision, God's kind of vision, not an ambition just about me, But God's kind of vision is assignment. That is the beginning of transformation. Like Pastor taught us, the moment you, surround, you surrender yourself totally to God, God, have me. Jesus, I'm with you. I'm in the house, I'm in your kingdom. And use me the way you want. Use me as you desire. Take me to anywhere you want to take me. As it sounds very cool, it's not easy. It's not. But human mind is limited. Are we fighting with God? I just want you to check yourself as I'm checking myself this morning. Are you fighting with God? Even though God is saying, move. Can I say something? Hey, do you know that it is possible for you to be in some relationships 
that will not even allow you to see divine vision. So God needed to separate him. Because God knew that where you are today, where you are today, you won't catch it. You won't see it. And God made sure that he left before he continued the conversation. Now that you have made that decision to get out, now I will give you as far as you can see. When we capture God's vision, which is the extension of God's purpose, its assignment, when we capture God's vision, which of course is the extension of God's personal mission, not yours. When we capture it, everything changes because you have surrendered your life to God. Because you have said, Jesus, have me and use me. Because you have said, Jesus, do all you can do with me. All you can do with me, not some, all. Even though it's not easy, but you will always keep your motives pure. Starting with God is highly important. And I want you to ask yourself, the race you are running today, are you rightly positioned? Oh, I'm a believer. I'm in the church. Do you know not everyone in the church is a believer? Okay? And this is an opportunity if you are here today, if you are watching us online, and if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's an opportunity to say, Christ, have me. I surrender myself this morning. Because until you surrender, you can't capture divine vision. Until you surrender, you cannot capture God's own vision. You can be busy with yours. But do you know you never sent yourself here? God did. In fact, you had, you, 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 you had no idea. You did not even know what was going on. When God was planning and preparing for your entrance, you were not part of the, you were not part of the meeting. God sent you. And he brought you here. And that's a purpose. And that's a mission. And the expansion of that mission is God's vision. But it starts with God. And that's why the first question is, do you really know you, the real you, in Christ? Until you get to that point, I know me in Christ. Have me and use me. I'm in your kingdom. Where should I go? And when you receive it, get out. Hebrew chapter 11, verse 8 to 10. Can we please just read that? I want us to read the scriptures together this morning. I want us to know that 
Anytime God gives you a vision, it's a done deal. Even if you don't understand. Before we read the scriptures, I remember when I was like 16 or about close to 17, I was walking with my father. We were walking together and we got to a particular place and till today I can't even explain what, how that happened. I just told him, I said that, I am going to travel to different countries and I am going to do something great in the world. You know what my father did? He looked at me and he said, hmm, it is well. By the way, do you have teenagers around you? Remember I was 16 or 17. Do you have teenagers around you who are saying some things you don't understand? Are you shutting them down? Even though if you don't understand, can you just ask more questions? Or can you guide them? Can you support them? But remember, if you don't have your own divine vision, you can't help others. So you must capture yours to help others. And that's why this is all about all of us. So that we can get more clarity from God to transform our lives completely and achieve everything that God wants us to do for him in his kingdom. If you don't understand what you're saying, just do the same thing like my father did. Mm-hmm. It is well. <laughs> it is well. Instead of shutting them down, even if they are not teenagers, even if they are your friends, if you don't understand it, if you can't ask more questions, instead of telling them it won't happen, just say, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is well. My father passed away in 2015. Before he passed away, we had a lot of conversations. Good, we had great times together. We traveled to different places, including the United Kingdom together. And I invited him, said dad. And we were chatting at one restaurant. Said daddy, I remember. And we had a good time. We're laughing. Wow. I mean, can you just imagine what happened at that restaurant? Just imagine, looking back, what I told him when I was 16. God is doing something around us. And God is doing something in your family. And I want you to ask yourself again. Now, this time around yourself, Wally, what can I see? Wally, what do you see? What do you see? What is God saying? Hebrew chapter 11, verse 8 to 10. By faith, 
Abraham, when called to go to a place he will later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and he did what? He went. Even though he did not know where he was going. Transformation. <laughs> the egg does not understand the end. But there is a process of becoming a butterfly. God is taking you somewhere. I know that this morning, this message this morning is for someone. And if that is for you, together, I pray in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. That your life will be transformed in the name of Jesus. That you will capture God's vision in the name of Jesus. You will see things you have never seen before in the name of Jesus. And when God tells you to move, you are going to do some things that will, things that will not be normal to an ordinary man. An ordinary man will see you and think you are crazy. You can imagine what people will have told Abraham when he left. Can imagine? Think about what people around you will think. Hebrew chapter 11 that we just read, you know, is often called <laughs> the hall of faith. Why? Because there we, we have the record of men and women who walked with God in faith and vision. They saw things that ordinary, man, ordinary men couldn't see. And I want you to know, even if this is the only thing, God is going to pass across this morning to you and I. That we need to check our hearts. Am I really surrendering everything to God? Am I really taking up and doing his will? Am I fighting like Gideon did? Am I fighting when God says go? God says go and deliver my people from oppression. And the first thing he saw was himself. The first place he looked at was himself. And he described himself. He told God, imagine Gideon telling God. <laughs> he was telling God as if God, did, God didn't know. The same God who made him. The same God who created him. Who gave him the shape. The same God that was part of the plan because they rebelled. They, they, they rebelled against God and they got their punishment. They went to God for mercy. God had mercy on them. The same God that took them out of Egypt. Same God was describing himself to God like many of us do. It's the reality where you are. But divine vision takes you out of your present situation and takes you into the future that you are able to see in God.
Because vision is the visual manifestation of the future that God sees for you. And you cannot act in it. You cannot walk in it unless you capture it. You can't. You can't understand it until you walk with him, studying his word and receiving from him, downloading directly from God. Knowledge is not understanding. And I hope we know that. You can know a lot of things and not understand. There are many things I know that I don't understand. And that is not wisdom as well. And that's why the source of wisdom is God. If anyone lacks wisdom, he should do what? He should do what? He should ask. And he has promised that he will give it to you. In the name of Jesus. Don't value your past more than the future. Where you are today is okay. It's okay. You know, many times God looks at things we celebrate and God is ashamed. God is ashamed. We look at all our achievements, we look at everything, and God is like, <laughs> look at you. Is that what I'm talking about? That is a way we humans <laughs> see success. But that's not the way God sees success. Because success to God is the achievement of, it, of his purpose. No matter what you have achieved, if you are not in alignment with his purpose, if you have not captured his vision, that is not success to God. And I want to encourage you today that we should capture God's purpose and God's vision. And I pray in the name of Jesus that God Almighty will give you that idea that you've been praying for in the name of Jesus. And the more you read his word, the more you download from him. Every time I open the Bible, I see new things. Even if I have read the scriptures before, even if I have read the contents before, I see new things. And I continue to write new things because that is who I am. And you are different. You are different. You have something that I need and I have something that you need. So I need to do my part. And my encouragement for you is do your part. Don't deprive me from what you have. That God has put in you to deliver to us. When people say you are special, that's true. When people say you are different, celebrate it. You are. Don't say, oh, oh, oh I'm different. You know, we, we, we react to things like that. When they say, I'm, you are different, yes, I am different. I'm not like you, glory to God, because I am not. And I don't want to be you. I want to be the me that God wants me to be. And I want to explore everything in God. You know, if you look at Jesus' compelling vision in Luke chapter 5 and verse 10, Okay. When people saw Peter 
James and John, they saw them as ordinary fishermen. But when Jesus met them, Jesus saw something else. When you have encounter with Jesus, it changes what you see. God painted a new picture. Jesus told them, said, do not be afraid. From today's henceforth, you will become a fisher of people. You have the skill. I've said it. Yeah. And we're going to change the mission. God understands and God knows everything that he's doing. Even if we don't understand. You know, I heard a story of a man. This man, the child prophesied to the life of the father. But the father did not catch it because the child was talking. And I'm like, woof. And when I heard the end of that story, I was shocked. It took the man more than 20 years to understand what the child said 20 years before the reality. Please don't devalue people. Because God is using people around you. Because vision is not a matter of age. It's not a matter of age. In John chapter 2, from verse 19 to 21, they interpreted God's mind with the natural mind. Jesus was talking to them about the temple. He said, this temple will be destroyed, and I will rebuild it in three days. <laughs> and they were thinking, like, what was wrong with this man, this temple? The one that was built for 40, I mean, 46 years. How dare you, this temple. They were using the natural mind to interpret the spiritual thoughts. You cannot use the natural mind to interpret God's vision. I'm talking about God's own vision. It takes the spiritual mind to see what God is doing now and what God is about to do in your life and in my life. And in your family, in your business, at your workplace, and in everything you lay your hands upon. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that God Almighty will show you more than what you can see in the name of Jesus. As we continue to seek him, to seek his face, to surrender every day, that God will continue to show us what we have never seen before. If God has shown it to you, talk about it. I was sharing with somebody recently, I said, what God showed me in 2020 was to raise 10 million leaders. He couldn't get it. And I understand. You know why? Because that vision was not given to him. It was given to me. It was downloaded to me from above. So when people don't understand your vision, don't fight. 
with them. Don't fight them. Don't argue with them. It's okay for them not to understand because the vision was given to you, not to them. If God wants them to understand, God will reveal it to them so that they can support the vision. God brings people into your life to enhance the vision that he has given to you because he won't leave you stranded. Whatever he calls for, he provides for. This morning, Pastor Bukun was teaching us during the workers' meeting, and he talked about Amos, the prophet. God called him. He had an assignment to the Israelites. And God himself called him to do this work for him because God hates injustice. God hates oppression. There was corruption. There was injustice. People were stealing. Many things were happening in Israel. And God raised him. Interestingly, you can take some time to read uh, Amos. But this morning, we're going to look into uh, chapter 9 from verse 11 to 15. That's what we're going to read this morning as I start ending this message that God is giving to us this morning. When he started to talk to the surroundings, the surrounding nations, the Israelites were happy. They were excited that he was rebuking them. When he was rebuking them, talking about their injustice, talking about their corruption, talking about all the immoral things that were going on. They were excited. But when Amos changed the game and came to them, he says, your time. <laughs> and he started talking to the leadership, started talking to the people. And then they were like, okay. <laughs> we didn't know that God also sent you to us. Okay. And, and they ganged against him. They looked for ways to suppress him. They look for ways to take him out. Because they didn't want to live where they were used to. There are some places, there are some things you do today that you are used to. That God wants you to stop. That God wants me to stop. Even though those things you know, it might not look so sweet when God is using maybe someone to guide you. If someone sees something and someone is saying, Sir, sister or brother, I think God is saying you should be careful in this area. Do you know what we do first? Are you my father? <laughs> oh, tell me if you have said that before. Don't lie, you are in church. <laughs> are you my parents? How dare you say that to me? Amos chapter 9, verse 11 to 15. I just want us to know real quick as I end. When God himself gives you his vision, number one thing that happens, the vision, God's divine vision restores. His divine vision restores. Let's read verse 11. I will restore David's falling shelter. 
and I will repair. Number two, God's divine vision repairs. It repairs everything. His vision restores, takes you back into his kingdom, into his place. If you are feeling weak, can you see strength in God? If you are feeling sick, can you see healing in God? If you think you don't have enough, can you see abundance in God? Because God's divine vision restores. God's divine vision repairs. Whatever that you have or that you are experiencing that is broken, I pray in the name of Jesus that that situation will be repaired in the name of Jesus. Because his vision repairs. Number three, God's vision replaces. Let's read verse 12. Verse 12. So that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations that bear my name. Not your name. His name. His name. Lastly, verse 13 to 15. God's divine vision renews. God's divine vision renews. His divine vision renews everything. His divine vision brings back all that you have lost. His divine vision takes you to places you have never been before. His divine vision helps you to break every limitation. Whether you have created them or you are in it, I pray in the name of Jesus that God Almighty will take you out of that situation in the name of Jesus. God will take you to where he wants to take you to. God will restore you in the name of Jesus. God will renew your strength like the eagle in the name of Jesus. You will see what you have never seen before. You will do things you have never done before. You will capture what you have never captured before. You will go to places you have never gone before in the name of Jesus. Who told you that because, uh, because I'm a foreigner at a place and you can't get to the top, it happened to Joseph. God will do it for you. Amen. Who told you that, oh, I don't have the spiritual authority. God will do it for you. Amen. If you can see it in God, let me tell you, it's a done deal because God has seen it before. It's already done. God is just taking you back and saying, you know what, this is what I see. And I want to walk you. And transform your life from the egg to the butterfly. And take you to that place. And show you exactly what I've seen. Because we all believe that in God, all things, not some things, all things, all things are possible. All things are possible. If you are a believer in the house... I want you to just shout, God, I know. God, I know that you know my future. God, whatever that it, take, it will take you to take me there, God, do it for me. Sometimes that prayer is hard. Yeah. But I pray for someone this morning 
I pray for someone this morning. Daniel rose to the highest level in politics in this land. That God will take you to the highest places in the name of Jesus. You will conquer your industry in the name of Jesus. You will go to territories for God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, King of Glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.